Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Welcome back to Make Room for Sports, your home for real sports talk. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Simon Barrett. With me, I have Dave Dominique. Ready, locked and loaded. Uh, Mikhail Britt. Did you hear I went, woo, at the beginning? Oh, yes, I, okay, yes. Uh, Picking up that energy. Yes, I'll be writing a song for the playoffs. Everyone's been asking. Yes, I will do it. Okay, <laughs> a, March, a sequel to the March Madness theme song that like made a couple people mentally ill. And, Don't drop the ball! We need to talk more about that. Anyway, yeah. um, and Mike Lochran, uh, live from Philadelphia. Third, third cup of coffee. Also, Mikel always talks over my introduction. I have a gripe about that. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that. Woo! Do yeah. I? Yeah. Yep. And then sometimes I feel like I'm not even here. It makes me I well, evaporate. I like, I like that you're speaking up for yourself, Mike. And... Um, Let's put Mike first in the introductions, because I do. I have noticed he's always last, which I don't think is like um, uh, on purpose. Oh, it is. Simon, it or, is, or, yeah. oh, it is. I oh. think it's because Simon is like a little bit intimidated by how much I know about sports, and so he wants mm. to introduce me last. I feel like headliner yeah. goes last. I feel like usually, you know, the most, the highest asset, like the, the highest value asset, is isn't that's true. Yeah. yeah, you're like yeah. the fourth batter in the. Um, the, you're, the clean up. Up, you're the cleanup hitter. Is that what that analogy yeah. doesn't exactly map, but yes. Because we don't have nine. We don't have nine uh, people on the podcast. I yeah, because the fourth batter isn't last, but yeah. Not yet. We're getting close uh, to nine. Play ball. Well, that yeah. I mean, that speaks to you know. We had a we had a great guest last week. We had Elbro Lundy. He knew too much about sports. We were gonna make this another guest episode, but then we were kind of worried that um, it, you know, the listeners would feel we were going too far off brand. So instead, we tried something different, which is um, we all just woke up alarmingly early to record this. So it's like it's like nine. You guys made me wake up at nine on a Saturday morning to record this wow. podcast, which is like yeah. one of the worst things anyone's ever done to me. You sound like grumpy, but a little sexy at the same time. I'm really grumpy, and I'm extremely sexy. <laughs> we can all hear that you got braces. Yeah, I don't know why my voice sounds this way, but but you know, if it was like noon on a Saturday, I'd do something about it. But it's nine on a Saturday, so this is the way it's going to be. I feel uh, like that was an anticlimactic way to break the news that Simon got braces. I don't. Have, mm. I, it I is mean, a weird time in your life to get braces because you're like on the older side and you're like pretty successful. So it's yeah. weird. It's definitely weird. And you uh, don't have buck teeth. I was inspired by the character in Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. No, I, I, you know, I, I, I had braces growing up, and uh, you know that's what I, makes it even weirder that you're getting them again. Like you enjoyed it so much, yeah, that you wanted. To <laughs> well, that's just I'm kind of having a midlife crisis, and uh, you know, whereas other guys you start dating like a younger woman and get a convertible, I'm just getting. I just went to an orthodontist, and I was like, I want my braces back. I want that feel of my youth. I want like to be. I want to be unable to floss. Yeah. Um, so he was like, my get God. those rubber, the rubber bands between the top and the bottom teeth that you gotta take out every time you eat well you know it's stupid yes the, I, I did have those rubber bands like they that, like, gave me like a chin um yeah that's it's uh, weird this time simon that you got like the multicolored rainbow rubber bands <laughs> well you know um, that's again, the most surprising development well it's just people in hollywood are so stupid man a lot of these guys go in for like botox and stuff and it's like you want to look young there's only one answer um, yeah, you know, from totally punishingly straight fucking teeth. Yeah, and like, look, I might be, I might be bald. I might, you know, be walk with a slouch and groan, but I look, I look and feel young because of my braces. Yeah, yeah. you look, you look young where it counts in the teeth. In the teeth. Um, so let's dive into uh, our listeners' favorite segment: uh, corrections and regrets. Corrections and regrets. Um, I've got one. 
uh, a big one, actually, because we're probably the most informative sports podcast. We've talked about this a lot. Uh, A lot of listeners have backed it up. But we're definitely the most uh, informative sports podcast when it comes to Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Kelsey Plum. 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 When it comes to Plum. When it comes to Kelsey Plum. Uh, who for a long time was like the only basketball player who I could recognize. It was the first basketball game I watched in full. Um, We last week mentioned that she was in the news, and we thought it was because she threw the first pitch at a baseball game. It turns out she was in the news last week because she was the number one pick in the WNBA draft. That is a error. But that was obvious. Like She was obviously going to be number one, so I don't consider that news. But we didn't know it. I mean, we knew it, but we didn't like know it, know it. I mean, like, if, if someone said to me, "Hey, guess what? Kelsey Plum's picked number one in the draft." Isn't that news? You, I would to, say to you, you that, just punch him. You punch him right in the face. I'd just sock him right in the nose. To you, that would be like if someone came up to you and like, "Hey, the sun came up this morning. Like, isn't that amazing?" Exactly. And you'd yes. be like, "Listen, yeah, like I know." Uh, well, still, we 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 did give a theory for why she was in the news that wasn't wholly correct. So I consider that a partial uh, regret yeah. and a like ninety percent correction. Oh, and also, right. this is actually a double-decker correction, because I think in that segment, one of us suggested that maybe she threw out the first pitch for the Mariners. Wait, did we I get did, that yeah. one? Right, and then we, I think we incorrectly referred to them as the Washington Mariners instead of the Seattle Mariners. Oh, well, that, again, that's barely... Okay, now, see, Mikal corrected my correction, and I'm going to say, like, that's not even a correction either, because um, Seattle's in Washington. Right. Should I not have brought that up? Yeah, I'll correct that next week. Well, so I mean, you, <laughs> well, let's. Let, yeah. Theory, theoretically, you could say the American Mariners, right? Uh, North American, uh, North American Earth, Mariners. Earth, I like, well, Earth, I, I don't know, like, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let, let's let's ask. Okay, <laughs> let's reach out to the listeners. We've got a lot of uh, listeners in Seattle. Surely, many of them are Mariners fans. Do they take umbrage when they're called the Washington Mariners? Reach out. Or, let or us the, know. Earth, the Earth Mariners. <laughs> the Earth yeah. Mariners. That's what I was going. Yeah. All right. It's the human mariners. Um, what else do we have? Uh, I just added one. Uh, yeah. Can you explain it? I just saw you add it into the outline, and I don't know, but I don't know it. Like none of the words are familiar to me. In the, yeah. In the I sentence to, you just typed. <laughs> I want to do a, like an unethical uh, correction and or regret of something that Albro said on the uh, on the podcast. Oh, we're correcting the- our guest. Yeah, since he can't respond. Yeah, <laughs> I do like this. So go Take on. Take that, Albro. Go, go on. Yeah, because also it was unfair that he knew so much about sports. Yeah, so I want to yeah. take this opportunity totally, to kind totally of punch unfair. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as long as he can't respond. No, we're punching upward because he knew more about sports than us. So it's okay. It's okay to do that. <laughs> oh yeah. So Albro stated uh, last week that he thought that JJ Redick of the Clippers would get a maximum contract or something in the range of 200, a $200 million contract mm-hmm. um, when he becomes a free agent, I think, this summer. And I think that's, that's totally ludicrous. I just want to correct his opinion and say that I, that I <laughs> <laughs> since, since I didn't want to wow. do it on the spot, um, just the idea that J.J. Redick, uh, who in the last three playoff games against the Jazz has cor- scored seven points, four points, and eight points, uh, respectively, would get a $200 million uh, contract when he's a free agent at the age of 32. Actually, he'll be 33 because he because he turns 33 on June 24th. Makes no sense to me. And if Albro is right, then I would like to actually recast this as a regret that JJ Redick might get a 200 million dollar contract. No, I'm with you. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching the Clippers. Wait, 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 wait. That's the first ever correction and regret simultaneously. It's like he's that's covering a, all his bases. So no matter what moment. happens. Yeah. So is that the play of the week? Is my 
is my correction. Ed, so far, definitely uh, yeah, so far. So far, for sure. Um, well, yeah, I've been watching the Clippers in the playoffs, and I, I actually agree with you, Dave. I think he'd be lucky to get a $200 contract. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go with that's my prediction, is he's going to get offered $200 for the season. Oh, a and, week? No, for the season. And he's going gonna... like, to have to get like a, a day job. And I'm, it's I'm going to correct and regret that and say I think you should get a $100 contract. Oh, nice. All right. Well, <laughs> I, well, that actually that sounds more okay. I agree. Um, yeah, and can like I, I think can I weigh just... in on JJ Redick real quick. Yeah, uh, sure. I think he's got a um, he's got this reputation. It doesn't matter if he scores two points in a game. He's JJ Redick, you know, ex uh, ex uh, Duke. Hated, he was hated on at Duke, and he just has a reputation where people want to pay him $200 I million. Dollars. Of, I smell a whiff of Chandler Parsons in your comments. Oh, shit. Is that the character from Friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that, I smell that too. You're neurotic like Matthew Perry. I agree. <laughs> um, I, real quick, Duke, uh, Duke in the news this week. Uh, our buddy Grayson Allen made it, and, and multiple, by the way, this is this is what the sports podcast has done to my life. Multiple family members sent me this news article. I smell a whiff of JJ Redick in this in this comment. Yeah, well, it's it's it, yeah, it's it's is, is he good at basketball? Because I'm really good at what I'm about to say. Um, Let's keep it going. Yeah, uh, two family members sent me the article that Grayson Allen has decided to stay at Duke and play for his senior year, one more season. Uh, he could have, of course, uh, I guess the implication being that he could drop out of school and get an NBA contract. Um, because, you know, he's really good at tripping people. But uh, but he's not. He's sticking around at Duke. He's going to play his senior year. He's going to go one more season uh, with the, um, the I don't know, what, are Blue Devils? What's the Duke team? I don't know. Yeah, Blue Devils. All right. Hey, that was pretty I cool. heard, um I heard he's getting an extra leg grafted onto his hips. Okay. <laughs> so he's going to be like a tripod, and he'll just the, always have one leg out. That's just for tripping? Just one yeah. tripping leg as he runs along, just tripping everyone yeah. to the left of him or right, depending on yeah. which? Um, yeah. yeah, well, look, Duke had to make some concessions to make it work for him. So, yeah, that is true. Did you see the story where he showed up at a party wearing a hat, a baseball cap that said, don't trip? Uh, oh, wow. No. That's hilarious. Wow. I, I would, I, if I had been at that party, I would have been like, huh. Was, what, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, what would you have been like? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, but have you, do we have any reason like why he would make such an insane decision to Just, give up like a multi-million dollar contract and risk his career? I know. Uh, yeah, I know too. Which is like maybe Dave. He's a great guy. That's compelling. Uh, well, is he still with his girlfriend? Oh, you think it's about uh, what's her name, Blake Blake Blakesley? Well, Blake, yeah, Blake Blakesley. <laughs> um, Wait, what are you guys talking about? These are your real reasons. Uh, this is Mikal's real reason. Uh, my my real reason is that he loves his school and it's he's got school spirit and um, also um, he has such a negative reputation <laughs> in the, that it's like good for his image to like stick out stick out the to stick out like his student uh, you know his student career. What? I think he wants to be like a yeah. superstar. He wants to be like big fish in a small pond. I was asking about his girlfriend because I was thinking if he was like the type of guy that he gets a little famous and then he dumps her so that he can like no. uh, you know exploit his fame. Yeah, let's no. Just, he, let's just be clear here. Like these guys don't go to college or university to, you know, learn biology or whatever. Like this is the equivalent of if I don't know, like you're at a corporation and you're a receptionist and you're offered to be the CFO and you're like, "Nah, I'll do receptionist for another year." Um, well, oh, yeah. uh, Mikhail, okay, well, if it's like about getting getting PUSSY, then 
yeah, I guess he gets more. It doesn't matter if he's at Duke or the NBA. What? Oh, oh. I was saying if he's trying to be like a big uh, fish in the small pond, the big fish is always trying to get. I don't know that I agree with that psychological logic. What are you I, talking I, about? Mc, Mc, well, I don't know. Okay. I don't first know. I don't first know. of all, Dave, we do have to admit that of on the podcast, Mikhail is the sports psychology expert. Okay. So he, he might have insight into this that we don't. However, Mikhail has so far kind of uh, put forward two theories, both of which he was like unable to complete. Uh, I like the first one better that his girlfriend, uh, Blake Blakesley, Blakerton III, um, <laughs> like she's there, she's majoring in biology, let's assume. And she needs to get her her degree, and they don't want to be apart. So he's going right. to. But I, I I don't know. I feel like it's an image management thing. I feel like he's the most hated uh, person in basketball right now. Um, uh, you know. Uh, Wait, so, did anybody read an article about this? Because I, I feel like the answer is probably really straightforward. I, did, I mean, the thing is, guys, no, the I did read an article. Your, your salary as a first year NBA player is fixed, so it doesn't. There's nothing to manage. Like you go into the draft, you're drafted, you know, twenty five or something like that. Like maybe draft around there, and the salary is set. It doesn't. Really? Like his image it, doesn't affect it. Yeah. What? What's what's the set salary? Well, what, what is like, it? It depends like on. He might get drafted lower if nobody likes him because he trips yeah. people. Okay, isn't that fair. possible? Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And furthermore, yeah, exactly. And so I did read an article, Mike. Um, <laughs> and we got, we got about we got about thirty more seconds for Grayson Allen. Okay, uh, I did read an article. He said basically that he loves the team, loves the school. And he wants to, you know, go with them again to a champion to, you know, to March Madness. Okay, well, that's definitely not true. That's not of true. course that's not true. I didn't. That's why I didn't even mention it. It's like, right. yeah, it's like. Obviously. But I mean, did we read um, like analysis by a qualified sports professional? We don't need to because we are that, Mike. And that's we're reading it. We're reading Let's it right it. now. Let's analyze it. Let's analyze it. I think we've got it. I think he. I think his agent did a calculation. That because of his bad behavior, his draft value has fallen so far that he should take a risk of another year because it'll be worth many millions of dollars when yeah. he's drafted higher next year. Yeah, that's right. it. That's that's what that's, it is. that's it in yeah. a nutshell. And furthermore, I mean, the risk that he's taking, um, probably, you know, I mean, I, I get why these guys would want this to happen sooner because you know, a year of basketball is a year of risking injuries. You're gonna, yeah. be, you know, it. But the way Grayson Allen plays, you know, he can. He's not risking. He's mostly just risking injuries to the other team. Um, <laughs> it's, it's also a loaded draft, so it might also be like, hey, there's like oh, yeah. you know, 20 that's guys true. a lot better than that's you this true. year, and next year we don't see that coming. Oh, that's a really good oh, point. He's just going to injure all the other guards in the draft <laughs> of 2018. Yeah. This is a good movie idea. I think we have a new one. So, <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, it's like, shoot. It's like a combination of like uh, Mortal Kombat and Hoosiers. Yeah, um, and it's called it's called Oh Shoot, Mikel just named it. <laughs> All right. Uh Mike is suspended. All right, let's let's move on. Let's move on. I can sense I just want to read Grayson Allen's statement. I love being a Duke student and continuing to be part of the university culture is something I don't take for granted. Next. That's why. Woo! Yeah, well that's that's how you know that none of that was true. Yeah, he, also, he couldn't even write that. Like that's not even <laughs> no. he, like someone wrote that for him and then he immediately tripped that person. Right. <laughs> Loser. Um, oh, Grayson. Uh, what do we? T- what's next, guys? What's next? We we did it. I got vindicated I on my Cuban feline crisis, crisis <laughs> by Uncle Michael Dietz. I don't have any shout idea. out. I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you? Nope. Does yeah, I was hoping, Mikkel, you could bring me up to speed on this because um, I almost forgot about it. I don't know. I think during the podcast on last episode, someone said something, and I thought they said. Cuban, I think I thought they said Cuban feline. Is that what I think? Oh, the Is Cuban it? cat, like the stray cat that was in the Marlin Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You accused it of being Cuban. 
Right. <laughs> so we accused Mikhail of like problematic speech. Of like sub like subconscious racism that's just like always like under the surface. It was more and, xenophobia, but yeah. Uh, okay. But now Uncle Michael Dietz, big fan of the podcast, has vindicated you somehow. That seems unlikely. He he said he heard the same thing and he listened to it three times in a row and he heard what I heard. Wow. So, and he lives in Florida, so he would he would know about like whether or not a cat that lives in Florida is Cuban. He knows about. I thought he yes. lives in Vegas. No, mm. no. Do you think? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of William Datz. What's weird is that Mike McCall oh. has two different <laughs> two uncles, and one is named William Datz, and one is named Michael Dietz. Oh, that's funny. Maybe we should get them in a like a steel cage match. So, are yeah. you <laughs> suggesting that our podcast is haunted, Mikhail? Because <laughs> like, like, I didn't say that, and I sometimes hear baby noises when you are on it. And I know you said that you don't have uh, a baby, but that, uh, but that your house was formerly um, a home for scary babies. Right. I mean, yeah. it's po- all of those things are possible. Okay. Well, good to think about uh, the ghost that says that tries to make a safe problematic thing. This actually explains a lot. If our po- yeah. if our podcast is haunted by a poltergeist that wants us to say things that aren't woke, so, um, <laughs> right. but we would which we would never do. Right. Uh, but it's always trying uh, to trick us. It's always it, trying to trick uh, me in particular. It explains so much. Yeah. So this is okay. Well, well. I also I'll burn some sage next uh, next podcast. I liked earlier when Dave said, "Let's analyze this," and that would be like a great. Um, yeah. Like a re- recurring f- segment. Let's analyze it. Well, and it's also he said it and then he did it. Uh, where right. It's, where it's like <laughs> and it's that, also a movie starring uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the sequel and followed by Analyze That, um, which was then followed by Seven Seasons of the Sopranos, which had the exact same plot. Um, it's true. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, what's next? What's next, guys? That I think was- we should do some uh, NBA playoffs updates. Yeah. Um, so hey, so Houston lost last night. Um, but are, have you guys been watching these uh, Thunder uh, Rockets games? I have a little bit. Yeah, they're, I watched the first two. Yeah, they're terrific. They're really, really fun games. I don't have anything to say besides that, other than that, I'm predicting that Houston's going to go all the way. And I want to say that something really bad happened last night when I was watching the game, uh, which is that I had it. Um, you know, I had paused it so that I could skip commercials, and I was running about 15 minutes behind the live. Oh, no. And um, the, the remote was, like, on the couch, and somehow I, like, shifted onto it, and it was, like, the last minute of the game when it was really tight, and something happened, and it went to live, and it skipped to the post-game show, and I missed it. Ah! Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So sports, can be dang- sports can be really tough sometimes. Um, yeah. Like, making room for sports... Uh, is not always a fun thing. Yeah, I watched. I watched it at a barbecue uh, at a barbecue restaurant. What? Yeah, went to a shout out to. A, I'm not going to give them a shout out. It wasn't that great. Um, but I watched was it, it in Burbank. It was. Uh, no, it was on La Brea. Uh, it it's was, beautiful that you went by yourself to a barbecue restaurant just to watch an NBA. I don't playoff. think he went by himself. Did you I, go by yourself? No, he definitely. He definitely went alone. I, I was, can feel. It. I feel it. I was there alone a lot, but I was meeting uh, my friend Brant. Uh, what did you What did you eat? Uh, I had. I'm not going to answer that. So that's boring. Wait, your I friend Brand from your old old guy. The yeah, the guy that I used to do PI work with. He's moved out to LA. He's oh te- shit! He, he's teaching. Uh, he's teaching theater in uh, Pomona or some such place. Crazy, crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's out here now. So we went to go see some stuff at the New Beverly. Come on, what did I you had eat? to watch the game first. What did you I, eat, Simon? I had some brisket, Mikhail. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Shout out, shout out, shout out. So anyway, the point is. Uh, I feel, I'm feeling really good about my pick of the Rockets because even though they lost last night, they lost by two points when they were down the whole game. And basically, my my 
my reasoning, as you guys kind of know, for why the Rockets are going to win the entire championship this year is that eventually James Harden's going to wake up. And then we just don't know what this guy's capable of. I like I've started watching his Euro step and I I kind of I kind of starting to like him and I'm liking his Euro step. I what? used to hate it, now I'm I'm liking it. Is there's like nothing a, like it. Like is, there's nothing no, more. There's nothing like it. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah. You have no idea which direction he's going in, like from yeah, one moment to the next. It's crazy. So when you guys say Eurostep, he has like a career doing kind of like EDM, um, <laughs> like kind of like a Daft Punk style remix. It's like a dubstep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'll listen to that. I'll Google. It's that why after. he's so sleepy because he's up all night. So wait, we call. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to dig into this. Let's, an, let's. Excuse me. Let's analyze this. Let's analyze it. So when James Harden steps weirdly to one side or another side, we call that a Euro step? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not just us, but yeah, the culture at large calls it that. Because of like the European Union? <laughs> I, well, because like it was, I guess, I guess it became popular and was perfected in the various European leagues. Well, and I think oh. it, it was brought to the NBA by, well, actually, geez, I was thinking Manu Ginobili was European, but he's not. He's Argentinian, right? But um, he feels European. But yeah, Manu Ginobili is kind of credited with bringing it to the NBA. I'm actually right. checking up on Wikipedia right now. It says it's credited to Lithuanian Sarunas Markiolionis. Okay, mm. well done. Which I don't know who that is, but Sarunas Marciunis is that is that who that is? Woo! Yes. Is that, isn't that a person? Yes, that's know. right. That's right. No, you said you said it beautifully. We got about five more seconds for this part. Uh, no, I ruined I ruined it by just <laughs> rambling about eating barbecue. Mike, what did you want to say about the playoffs? We need a playoffs update. Oh. Uh, um, I haven't watched too much. I'm excited about the Wizards. John Wall has been really exciting. Yeah. Um, and I think we all, all of us, including Al Barreau, are, are are hoping that the Wizards advance because they're they're an interesting team, um, full of like haphazard energy. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. And then uh, Rondo. I mean, is this? Uh, do we want to talk about like all the stuff that's on the outline? Oh, did Rondo trip somebody? I saw a highlight about that or a, a headline about that. Like like Rondo tripped somebody on the bench. Uh, no one knows on this. All right. uh, yeah, let's uh, let's Google this. Let's we'll, we'll I'll tell you what. One. I'll tell you one thing. Rondo did on the bench yesterday is Rondo wore a, wore an outfit that was two different tones of purple, and was a short sleeve like suit, like a short sleeve men's suit. Google that. Oh, yeah, he wears oh, yeah. that a lot. I, I feel like I've seen him wear that before. Hmm. And Blake Griffin yep. broke his toe. And Rondo yes. broke his thumb. Rondo Sorry, I was. I'm, I'm googling. Thumb. I want to show you a photo of uh, of Rondo's short sleeve uh, purple yeah. suit. Are these um, people still playing with these broken uh, appendages, or no? No, no. That's the thing. Um, Blake Griffin's out as. So as of this morning, yeah, Saturday. We're we're recording this on Saturday now, morning. Is Blake Blake Griffin's the same guy who broke his hand punching his friend in the face last yes. season? Right. That is yep. correct. So uh -huh. this is the second season in a row that Blake Griffin has had a catastrophic injury that happened somehow off of the court that people yeah, what didn't happened, see. Happen. What happened this time? Did he kick a puppy? Like, <laughs> and the puppy like walked away wagging his tail as he like sobbed, clutching his foot. He's like the most frail boned. I hate Blake Griffin. <laughs> I'm not even going to challenge him to a fight because he'd break every bone in his body and die. He's like that <laughs> character. Isn't there an M. Night Shyamalan movie with a character who has yeah. brittle bones? No, they call him Mr. Glass. That's why they shout that at games. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Glass. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, you might have just started something major. Well, if he ever is allowed back on the court again, yeah, people can say that to him. And, and something I read is like he can – he has an early termination clause in his contract, so he could maybe be a free agent – 
this year, which means he may leave the Clippers after. I mean, he's only ever been on the Clippers, and if he leaves, that would that'd be a big deal. I'm pretty sure the early termination clause like applies to him actually like, most likely dying. Um, like, <laughs> I'm wondering like, who has who has who gets to decide. He's gonna like headbutt someone and just die. <laughs> I think he just he gets to like he gets to look at his options and if he wants to take one of those options he has the right to exercise that i hope he quits the clippers and goes back to duke what's probably going to happen is that <laughs> um he's going to be traded this summer by the clippers oh. regardless of whether he wants to terminate oh. early because i mean it's just not working and how, yeah but he how is would the, he be on another team i wonder like his personality it seems tough to fit him into a team yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of players like that, that that don't seem to be able to find a comfortable home anywhere. Obviously, Rondo's another one. Boogie Cousins is another one. Yeah, I have the uh, I have the Rondo update. Do you guys want to hear it? I was right. There is a story. It's about tripping. So he's been accused. There's a rumor that he intentionally tripped uh, Jay Crowder on the Celtics during the game. Oh. Uh, and Rondo said that he was just stretching because he was his leg got stiff. Oh, that's believable. I believe Rondo. <laughs> I totally believe Rondo. Me too. I believe Jay Crowder. Oh wow! Well, you're overruled. So I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe anybody. I don't think. Hmm. It's well, just the whole story is just totally made up. Fake I'm, news. Fake news. I feel like I've seen more flopping in these NBA playoffs than like ever before in NBA games. Is is this a trend, or am I just like more aware of it? Uh, I think it's pretty normal. I mean, it's 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 a trend. It's like a historical trend, but I think you know it's it's been okay. happening for a few years. I, I'm I want to say that I uh, I regret that we left the the Rockets and Thunder series so quickly because I think I feel like there's more to say there. Uh, I well, felt I, like there was more to say there, but then I didn't have anything actually to say. Wait, I do want to talk about what did everyone who did everyone pick to win the brackets uh, this the playoffs this year? Because I we, we uh, again for the listeners. Uh, we were going to do like one of those interactive brackets, which you call could join, but then we um, we literally, uh, I wouldn't even say we forgot, we maybe didn't know uh, that the playoffs were already happening, so we had to quickly write them down on paper, and then take photos of them for each other, which we can post online, um, but I haven't actually looked at anyone's, uh, except Mikhail's, who picked uh, Golden State to win, of course, yes. to go all the way. Yeah, I also picked Golden State. Uh, Dave? I picked the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I did see that. Okay. Or the Cleveland LeBrons, as they're sometimes called. So you're 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 expecting uh, a twofer, a repeat of uh, the amazing summer of uh, 0-1-6 victory. I am expecting another Golden State Warriors injury, whether that's Durant again or Curry. I'm expecting Golden State to derail. I am expecting them to derail too. But uh, you know, Curry deleted all his social media from his phone because it's, I read it's, that it's game time. LeBron does that every year. Which yeah. makes you wonder, like, does that mean they're just all fucking around all year, like, snap, <laughs> Snapchatting at halftime and, like, well, nobody well, cares? Well, they're, they're certainly not playing defense all year. And it also, yeah, it makes you wonder about, you know, Curry's dip in performance this year and whether he's, like, trying to solve that with a sports psychologist. And they're like, you need to pay less attention to the outside mm-hmm. world and what they're saying about you. Oh, that's possible. It's, it's good that's psychologist. Possible. Yeah, guys. But, I, I mean, like, if, if these guys are, like, doing social media excessively during the week like i guess my question is how much would you have to pay someone to not tweet all the time like if we can't get our nba stars to not tweet all the time like who who possibly could resist that's a good point uh but they do have i mean like actors like like nba stars have a lot of downtime um in their lives if they're tweeting and they're used they might hurt their hands like their thumb muscles and they use that to shoot the basketball and that could be a problem too guys uh, I actually some kind of uh, 
interesting news related to this discussion. I just checked, and uh, Steph Curry has unsubscribed from our podcast. Oh, yeah. So he's really serious. Uh, I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Um, I think this is where he's been getting most of his kind of tips that he's been using to win. Um, So, I mean, we'll see. And also, we kind of trash-talked him a bunch, so that could have affected his ego. Uh, We trash-talked him uh, for, like, three consecutive hours one episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, and I don't regret that in the slightest. That goatee's got to go. Yeah. Can we attempt? Um, go ahead, Mike. Okay. Nah, you go, you go. I was I was wondering if we could attempt a return, or if it's or if it's like an illegal move, um, just discursively uh, to the to the Rockets and and Thunder. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, all right. I'll all say right, right. yes, and also, Dave, I wanted you to talk about the um, your friend's uh, critique on MVP, the Harden versus uh, Russ. Ah, that's exactly what I was gonna, what I was going towards. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, first of all, I want to say James Harden is averaging 39 points per game so far. And uh, granted, we're only talking about three games, but that's like absolutely incredible. He's averaging nearly 40 points a game. And, but I think like the, the Rockets and Thunder and specifically Harden and Westbrook offer like a really interesting opportunity to think about uh, the way that NBA teams are, are constructed and designed and the way that that may or may not lead um, to success. So specifically, um, one friend of mine uh, named Robert Vinson uh, was talking to me about the series and was saying, if you could redraft, so if you had the entire rosters of the Houston Rockets and the Thunder in a pool and you were doing a draft and you take out Harden and Westbrook or you just assume that's number one and two, he asked, like, who would be your number three and four draft out of that entire pool, out of out of the rosters of both teams? And uh, I don't know if Mike Love wants to weigh in on this or... Hmm. I don't know any I, other players. So. I guess it would be it would be Beasley. Beasley? <laughs> yeah, that that's just sound. that's the only other player I can think of from those two teams. <laughs> well, what he was saying is, is that, that it would like be Westbrook's Butler. <laughs> um, I don't even. Are you talking about Michael Beasley? Yeah, isn't he on the Rockets? No. Oh, all right. Let's let's keep going. He's not. <laughs> he was last year. Oh, well, I'd take him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good six, solid pick. Uh, uh, what, what, what were you saying, Dave? Well, so what my friend was taking issue with is was like the sort of common analysis or common wisdom that uh, James Harden has a much better team around him, and he was saying that your next two picks, your number three and four picks, would be Victor Oladipo and Stephen Adams, who are both on the Thunder. And he was saying it's not true that that Harden has a better team around him. Westbrook actually has better players around him. But then I was looking at the roster of the Rockets and just seeing the way that these players complement him so well, that he has this whole roster of super fast, long-range shooters, specifically Lou Williams, Eric Gordon, Patrick Beverly. Uh, oh, Beverly, Ryan. that's who I was thinking of. I was oh, okay. Thinking of- mm. Ryan, Ryan Anderson, mm. Trevor Arisa. And it kind of raises a, a really cool, interesting question, which has like larger implications about the way that teams design rosters. Like, Do you design your roster around the strengths of your best player without necessarily like hierarchical regard for how individually good players are? Or do you just try to put together the, be- the roster of like the best possible core of players you can get? That's a great I question. Think, I love that question. And the implications go outside of this series because you could also think about it um, in light of Golden State and Cleveland, for example, where in Golden State you have this core of four amazing players, and in Cleveland you have some really good players built around LeBron's strengths. Now is that something that coaches – I mean to what degree – can you make that happen or like make what happen? Can you craft your team to be that way? Or, or there's a lot of like Which unpredictable way? either way, like either of those yeah. two. 
Oh yeah, there, I mean, that's, are there like unpredictable elements that will come into play that create the team? You know what I mean? Like, how much yeah. control does the coach have to do that? Yeah, well, well there, there there are always variables that you can't control for, but uh, the general manager, who's the one who 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 structures the roster, like definitely thinks about that. They think about uh, in Golden State's case, they thought about. Um, the compromise uh, or the cost benefit of bringing in Durant and getting rid of a bunch of like really good role players who had great chemistry, and we'll see how that works out for them. Um, and in uh, LeBron's case for the Cavaliers, they they structured that that roster to please LeBron, and they 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 tried to fill in, um, you know, all of the places that would that would kind of bring out the best in LeBron and make it make it possible for him to for him to excel. We got to get Jonah Hill to weigh in on this. And so, <laughs> like, basically the analogy is that the Rockets are more like the Cavaliers where they've structured this roster to complement uh, James Harden um, and the Thunder are like a super, super poor, destitute man's uh, version of Golden State where they have some, some really talented players, really just like three, um, but not a lot of depth and not a lot of complement for Ru- Russell Westbrook's skills. Like, the, the Thunder don't really have shooters that, that Russell Westbrook can kick it out to, as opposed to Harden, who can drive to the lane and just kick it out to the open man when he gets double teamed. Yeah. So your friend was ultimately arguing for Russ to be the MVP. Well, so I actually am representing two separate arguments. So this guy, uh, Robert Vinson, was saying that um, Russell Westbrook's uh, roster is actually better than Harden, and therefore Harden is the MVP. And my friend Shaka King was making the opposite argument. He was saying that... Um, that the, King, yeah. that the Rockets it. have designed like the perfect roster for today's NBA, the three-point shooting fast game that, that Harden plays, and therefore Russell Westbrook is the MVP because he just uh, his team is like unworkable, and he's it's like incredible that he's been able to bring them to the playoffs. Even I like that one. Yeah, yeah I uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's tough to say. I think your friends need to get their shit together and get on the same page so we know. <laughs> like, which, stop which thinking about basketball so much, guys. <laughs> yeah well yeah yeah exactly get your lives in order um yeah yeah i mean we make room but we don't we're not like obsessive like they are so that's yeah, unhealthy like, yeah um yeah can i go to can i jump to rondo real quick i like his his suit was awesome with the you know i like the short sleeve suit that's a new look but he's doing it because he has a cast and his suit jacket wouldn't fit over the cast on his arm is that an error and regret like a auto, auto error auto yeah. regret i'm yeah um, i'm really regretful about this means- so yeah, yeah. Huh. so he has to wear so because he has a cast on his arm he has to wear a certain flamboyant suit. Somebody was like, "Hey," and they pulled out a pair of scissors and just cut the sleeves off and they're like, "That looks pretty cool." And little did he know he started a new trend. Were the two clashing tones of purple also doctor's orders? Mm. Yeah. Can't comment on that. <laughs> also, the he definitely tripped the dude on the Celtics if you watch it. He like without right? it looks like, like he did. It's like yeah. really 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 blatant. He was not stretching a leg. <laughs> Maybe he yeah. had, a, had a cramp. Had a cramp in his leg. They just jerked out. Uh, like, yeah. I, I think I think Grayson Allen and him had a phone call. <laughs> you think? I was going to say that Rondo. Yeah, he's probably the closest version the NBA has to Grayson Allen. That's he's probably a true, Super actually. mercurial, dirty player. But it, it's kind of sad because he's been playing. He was playing really well in the first two games of the playoffs. Yeah, since. yeah. We were excited that he was showing his real his his comeback. His real what we know is really inside him. His real Rondo. Yeah. Re- <laughs> what do you think oh, happened? Do you think he just got tired or discouraged, or uh, you know, why do you, why do you think he might have lost that that kind of uh, positive energy? He broke his thumb. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Mike, Mike what was the name of the the Rondo book you were reading? Oh, it was called. Um, <laughs> it's a work of erotic fan fiction. 
Um, it's the sequel to the new George Saunders novel, which is called Lincoln and the Bardo. And this is a erotic NBA fan fiction called Iggy in the Rondo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. want to read that. Iggy in the Rondo. Rondo. Is it written in the same style as Lincoln and the Bardo? <laughs> yeah, it's like Where it's like a uh, bunch of fr- little dialogue clips. Yeah, yeah. Is um, it Andre Iguodala you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds sounds like uh, well, it sounds like one of those two books is going to win a Pulitzer this year. <laughs> right. Um, and I no predictions yet. We have some interesting things on the outline. Uh, uh, the mouth drooling. I think I think someone might have meant mouth watering. Um, idea of the Celt- the Celtics. I don't know. I'm not even going to repeat. I don't even know I, what this is. I can't do, even. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> do the Bloods call the Celtics the Beltics? First of all, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Are you talking about the gang of the Bloods? Yes. The street gang. Yes. Do they call the Celtics the Beltics? That's right. Why would? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't they call them the Bleltics if they? I'm going to say like, yes. Because they don't use the letter C, right? Like, they, if the word starts with C, they won't. Like, they call a cigarette a bigarette. Wait, you're telling me that if you're a member of the gang, the Bloods, <laughs> your animosity towards, I'm guessing, the Crips is so great that you will not use words that start with the letter C. What if they want to. Well, what if they you'll use c- the word, but you'll change the C to a B. <laughs> that's impo- that's so confusing, though. What if I'm like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go ball Dave, but I mean, like, I'm going to go call him. And you're <laughs> well, like... They would, they would know what you meant, yeah. Well, what if I meant I'm going to go... Well, okay. It's like us with, I don't know, with um, <laughs> with This American Life. Like, we won't yeah. use the word American. We substitute sports for I, the word American. I substitute <laughs> okay. the word Russian. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, well, anyway, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm going to need a fact check on the idea that the Bloods will not use words that start with the letter C. So what if they are going to go ball some, I mean, it's so confusing. That's so confusing. Being in, in what, a what street if I'm like, gang is confusing, yeah. What if, I, what if I'm like, hey, man, uh, do you have a Band-Aid? I've got a butt on my arm. You're going to laugh at me. You're going <laughs> to well, You would need a Band-Aid one way or the other, if that were true. <laughs> yeah, well, it, one, doesn't change the, it doesn't change the fact that you need the Band-Aid. Yeah. All right. If you had a butt on your arm, an actual butt, the first thing I would do would, would be to get you a band-aid. Well, I you guess bring up a good point. Like, I guess the bloods are kind of caring for each other in that sense. Should yeah. we be? I mean, I I like this new direction of mocking criminal organizations. Yeah, no, I feel like we're out of our depth. I'm not yeah. mocking them. I'm not mocking. I've, Simon, maybe. And by we, them. I mean you guys. I'm saying Simon's mocking them. I'm not. Dave. Dave is uh, is. You know his allegiance to not okay. not getting murdered yeah. um, is keeping him quiet during this segment. The decision to change letters of the alphabet is like an an irrefutably silly decision. It is well that okay, should easy. be treated with derision. It is the thing. So a cursory Google search shows that this is something that someone has mentioned on the internet. So I will say that that's okay. all I can say. Is it, was it Mikel? Did Mikel mention it on the internet? <laughs> I feel like did you get when you guys grew up? Did you have the lights out posse urban legend? I mean, YG oh, yeah. talks about this. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. It's uh, real. It's, I'm not. It's like a, I'm surprised you guys don't know. About I think this, this. is What's, like an urban legend because I'm. Remember, so I want to talk about the lights out posse really it's quick. The lights out posse. <laughs> so so when I grew up and and this is like this is like a thing that was like in the Midwest. It was like hey, if you see someone with their headlights out, 
don't flash your lights at them because oh, there's, yeah. there's a major street gang called the Lights Out Posse, and the whole thing is if like they drive with their lights out, and then if anyone flashes their lights at them, they turn around and they kill those people as a gang initiation ritual. I heard that, and it's yeah, we had that, we had that scary because it's like they're you're just do, they're they're goading you into doing something nice, and then but you do, but I mean it's but it's not true. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's not. If, no, it, if you want to hear from YG about this about this B and C thing, uh, he what, says too many acronyms. Um, I don't know who we're talking about. I don't know. What, uh, I don't know what you mean. The, he's a rapper, and so I guess okay. I guess the uh, the Bloods call Compton Bompton. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Well, no, but that's different though. Bompton. He also said. Well, that's he funny. also said serious. He said, "quote serious." Even th- even though that ain't a c word, we say berious. We say <laughs> bombity for comedy. Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Wait, I love the serious one. That's great. Like, just to be safe. Well, Kool-Aid doesn't work either. Kool-Aid starts with a K. They call it Boolade. Right. Or he does. Right. What like, are yeah, the, why, just... why are the Bloods always drinking Kool-Aid, though? Well, uh, Boolade. They drink Boolade, Mikhail. Pay attention. <laughs> all right, And they right. drink it, like, this... super seriously. Well, this I mean, is actually... Okay, well, <laughs> this is great information. Um, we're going to have to do further research. No one our... said anything about anyone always drinking Kool-Aid, Britt. Um, You're right. I, re- I regret that. I regret that. Thank you. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, on our sister podcast, uh, make room for uh, you know urban crime analysis. Um, <laughs> you know we can kind of dig into this a little further. Um, hey, are I we gonna do? Are we gonna do plays of the week or not? No. Yeah, yeah we no. are, and that was the perfect <laughs> intro, Mike. Uh, why don't you know, Mike? I often list you last when I introduce the podcast because um, uh, just every week I'm just kind of hoping you'll recuse yourself. Sure, um, but you just won't be there. You just Not won't this be week. when Not I get to you, pal. <laughs> so what? Uh, so let's let's hear. What's your play of the week, buddy? Top plays of the Did you guys hear about the tennis match? Those interrupted by the people having sex. What? I did not. I did oh, not. Good, good. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but there was a tennis uh, like tournament in Sarasota, Florida. And uh, there were, I guess it wasn't a big deal. Like there was, it maybe there were, it wasn't like good tennis players or whatever. And there weren't many people in the stands, but apparently in the middle of the match and like for a span of five minutes or so, you could just hear the people that live in an apartment across the street having sex. Oh, Um, and so like all the, both players were kind of like smiling and blushing. Uh, The announcers didn't really know what to say about it, but it's like, you can see it on the video. It's, it's fairly uh, easy to hear. You can see it or hear it. Sorry, you can hear it with your, and you can see it with your mind's eye. Uh, you can imagine it, right? Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> That's um, pretty pretty sexy, <laughs> pretty sexy play. So we don't know. I mean, I'm imagining. What are you imagining? I'm imagining like some hot, like like missionary style sex, <laughs> um, <laughs> like with like really nice bed sheets. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That's like exactly what I was imagining. Yeah, no, but I've lived in Florida. Like nobody has nice bed sheets in Florida. Oh, that's true because it's just so sweaty. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> you have to buy yeah. new bed sheets. Like you have to just buy them every week. Most people just wrap their mattress in Saran wrap in Florida because <laughs> it's just like why bother? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. you're gonna. It's gonna be sticky and disgusting anyway. Um, and then know. so after five minutes, it ended, right? Or did it? How did it end? Well, yeah, like like most sex, Mike, it couldn't have possibly gone past three minutes. <laughs> uh, right. f- fact check, fellow. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. 
Sex does Same, not yeah. sex does not go longer than that. It's never, it's never gone uh, longer. I mean, maybe in porn, yeah. but that's because they're using uh, high fashioned editing to switch yeah. the, the man yeah. out every every three minutes when he ejaculates. <laughs> if as, it goes longer than three do. minutes, it's actually called something else. I don't even know what it's called, but like you can still be having what you think of as sex after three minutes, that's, but it's totally it's a separate like, activity. I think that's most marriage, like male <laughs> porn stars, are twins or yeah, tw- quintuplets. Quintuplet so that they can like switch them yeah. out because men bi- as, um, biologically cannot go longer than three minutes. There are a lot of basketball twins too. We talked. Yes, yes. Just, the Lopez just, brothers. Just yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of basketball twins. Like, yeah, they uh, switch each other. Lopez brothers, they they do some kinky stuff. No, I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dave, do you have a play of the week? <laughs> we haven't heard Dave. Dave usually helps us in moments like these. Dave, help us. What's your play of the week? Uh, yeah, my play of the week is actually um, kind of a, an intra podcast plug uh, for last week's episode because my play of the week happened on last week's episode. Oh yeah! Oh wow! I, great, I, yeah. great, great! Yeah, and so my play of the week goes to Macal. Woo! For what he literally just said. No, it goes. <laughs> it goes for for Macal from seven days ago when we were interviewing Albro. Macal is, is like a total non sequitur. <laughs> says to Albro on the podcast. <laughs> Albro, a few minutes ago, you mentioned J.R. Smith, and J.R. Smith is, I'm just adding this, J.R. Smith's a basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Albro goes, yes, I did, and Michael goes, yeah, uh, my question is, do you remember why? (laughs) (laughs) While ago, you mentioned uh, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Do you remember why? (laughs) 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 Which had... Like, for me, was not a non-sequitur. I was thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's literally the definition of a non-sequitur. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. like it, when, you, when something's been happening only in your mind and it's out of context and then you all of a sudden, you know, sort of blurt it out. Vocalize that, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, and, you know, since – it's one of those things where since becoming aware of J.R. Smith, like, I've seen his name – like, I've, I've seen his name now, like, in sports articles, but I didn't previously really know about him. Right. And really – so much time had elapsed, I forgot. I wanted to ask him, but I didn't even know what to ask him anymore. So, like, it came out weird. Right. Oh, it was great. It was, it's my play of the week. I, I do. Um, uh, all right. Mike, uh, Mike Lochran, by the way, I wanted to mention, texted me privately and also complimented me on that moment. So, like, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling like, thank you very much. I'm going to try to do it again this week. And just thank you. Yeah, it was the most chaotic moment of last week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, i.e. like nice i.e. Moment, the best yeah. moment, and also like it was like really heavy we laughter to, afterward. We, Listeners, we, I recommend that you go and check it out. Last week was tough. Five people on Skype is tough. We had yeah. to like break up. Al, I mean, Albro, I love that dude, and his sports analysis was truly fascinating. But there was a point there where it was like, it was just going. It got too serious, you know. It got a little too serious. You just wanted to throw him a little off his stride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to trip him like Ron. Yeah, it was a. It was a hand check. You had to give him a hand check. It was a Grayson yeah. Allen. It worked. Uh, I, I edited out his choked off sob uh, <laughs> when you said that, and but you can still hear his five minutes of silence. Uh, Grayson McCall. Um, All right. So who else has uh, who else has plays? Uh, I do, but mine segue into baseball talk, which I thought was the, how we were going to end. So, uh, do you have one that's uh, not baseball? We have to um, vote though, also before we fully go full baseball. I know. But I that's, can that's you go? 
me. Or can I do a baseball one after you? Can yeah. yeah okay, I'll just go. All right. First of all, we had a couple li- uh, listener nominees, um, and normally I screen screenshot them and do a pretty good job of this, but this was a hectic week for me, so I I just now I vaguely remember them. Um, one was a mascot tackling another mascot. Uh, it was like a bird. I'm gonna say tackling a president. Uh, I don't know uh, any details on that. So Mikhail kind of criticized me last week. He said like, look, you're Normally very good at describing things. You make a living at it. Uh, you tell funny stories. Uh, but your plays of the week are always these like half-remembered, hastily described things. And I actually um, I took that to heart. Uh, I got really mad at Macau, uh, which is to say, I, I, yeah, I, I got angry. It's not and, uncommon. Yeah, and then when I kind of calmed down, I realized that part of the reason my plays of the week are these hasty uh, descriptions of an image um, is because I, they're never in games that I've actually seen. They're mm-hmm. always like based on gifts and 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 things that like people like post, and I so I only like, have seen that one moment, and this week's no different. Uh, so in addition to that thing, which I don't remember at all, but I did spend time uh, spend time on, uh, there was another one that I also don't understand at all, which is a baseball player. Like, right, just are you going to describe it really well? Um, I can't because I only know wow. this, it, but I will say that uh, so that so the the name of this it's just a GIF, and it's called Murphy doesn't want your tag nonsense. Uh, Dan- D- Daniel Murphy doesn't want any of that tag-holding nonsense, um, and it is a gif of someone clinging to a base, and the catcher, uh, the, 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 what do you call it? the person who stands at the base, and it's their job to guard the base. Well, it depends which uh, base they're at. Well, okay. Well, it be the first baseman, the second baseman, third baseman. It's impossible from this image to know which base he's at. So mm. I'm going to say he's the, second, Might be possible. he's the second baseman of a team. Um, and someone's clean. Someone has like slid in and stolen the base, and he's like trying really gently with his glove to remove their hands from it. Um, I think he's just messing with them, and the person's like really annoyed and just clinging to the base. But he keeps gently trying to take their hands off it with his glove. Um, I guess we can tag them out, and okay. it's um, I, it's really strange. Can uh, you send a link to this to the, I, yeah, the Skype the Skype yeah. chat? Uh, yeah, I'll do that right now, fellas. Um, yeah, where's the, that's the kind where, of um, where's the, the umpire? Kind of, um. I mean, I don't have I, like if I yeah. Knew, where's their daddy? There, there actually is an umpire standing. <laughs> if you watch the beginning of of the GIF, which, where's uh, his dad? Where's his dad? I'll, I'll upload shortly. Um, there's an umpire kind of anxiously walking over to him to stop it from happening. Oh, I'm looking at your GIF, and yeah, it looks like the second baseman is just sort of like like yeah, wiping yeah. off his arm, like he has a little bit of dirt on it or something. Do you know, Mike Love, if umpires are actually like the fathers of the the guys playing? <laughs> Most of them are, but it can also be like if the father of a player has a twin, that guy can also be an umpire. That was not my player. Oh, cool! Of the week. Like an oh, uncle. Um, yeah. Hey, here's a, a weird twin. baseball rule: is the the umpires are not allowed to speak to anybody, the players or the fans or anything. So the whole game, they just can't talk to anybody. So they're really lonely. That's completely not true. I've seen coaches yell at umpires and the umpires defend themselves. Are they allowed to think umpires? Like, can they have thoughts in their own <laughs> they, head? Wait, they say like, they say like, like that's out. They say like, you're out. They say that's an out. <laughs> that's going to be hard not, to argue with. But, but, they say, but they're just, they're not saying that to anybody. They're just like saying that to themselves. They say like, like strike three, you're out. They say well, that. They're just saying that to the, they're not saying that to anybody. All right, I got a fact check. They say you're out. Yeah, so they do. <laughs> that's that's to the batter. The batter's the person who's out. You got me, Simon. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know why you thought that was true. 
I didn't. Right. Anyway, I, I didn't. I mean, I read. I got to fact check myself. It, I definitely read is, that. I think what you're thinking of, Mikhail, is that um, at least in the NBA, I know it's true that like the refs aren't allowed to speak to coaches or players if they see them off the court. Mm. Oh, like in bars and stuff. So if they're dating, yeah. if they're dating, they can't talk. Looks <laughs> well, like right. right. As a therapist, like if someone, if one of my clients. If I see one of my clients out in the community, I cannot say anything to them. But if they say hi to me first, then I can right. talk to them. What if you're when you date your clients? Can you and I have that rule? Yeah. <laughs> what about yes. your son, Mike? Can you if talk he, to your, your son in no. the community? He has to talk to me first, and then and then I can talk to him. I mean, that's that's a rule, I guess. For me, that's a rule, just a blanket rule. Okay. It's all, all people. Yes. <laughs> None of this was my play of the week. My play of the week, uh, and by the way, we're past 45 minutes. So. I know. Um, okay, well, I know that you know. Um, so my play of the week, uh, and actually I had this like whole great idea that this was going to segue into like a conversation about fan behavior, which was going to segue into a conversation about baseball rules, but it might actually just segue to us like deciding to end this episode. Um, but Let's it not is, forget to vote. We forgot to vote last week. Okay. We won't, yeah. uh, I think, you'll, I, I think we'll, I, I, we don't need to vote because I'm about to win. Um, so during, uh, uh, Wednesday's game, uh, baseball game, another baseball game of the, uh, Tampa Bay Rays versus, uh, the Tigers of, from someplace, um, a fan, three, three, um, this is actually like one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Uh, it's another one of these wonderful baseball moments that I'm going to kind of ramblingly describe, but, uh, there was a fly ball went up in the air. Three Tigers outfielders were all in the vicinity of the ball. Uh, it was dropping down directly at them. They were all in the vicinity. They all started running towards it. Um, and you think it's going to be a funny thing where they all bonk their heads and they all fall down and I, and I'm amused. Oh, they're D- Detroit Tigers. Um, and, uh, what happened was a fan in the Tampa Bay stadium began shouting, I got it at them. <laughs> and all three of them backed off and, and the ball dropped and they, oh, that's great. And none of them caught it. Because they all heard the fan shouting, I got it. And they all simultaneously uh, moved away. And, uh, and then... Yep. And did that fan then get a um, get a, uh, a Major League Baseball contract after yeah. that? Well, no one knows who the fan... I mean, the fan remained the anonymous hero. And they and they lost, by the way. The, I believe the uh, Tampa Bay Rays uh, won 8-7. Uh, to seven. So it actually could have been a game-winning move. In a, like, wow. That's what makes it, in my opinion, the play of the week, is it actually may have won the game. Um, and that this, person who did that is just sitting at home, like, no, I got away with it. Like, basically. yeah, well, they're a fan, and and for a fan, the the team winning is their own thing. I will say, and I'll add, um, this is from a, the Deadspin article. Um, they, there's a somewhat of a dig that the that one of the guys, um, one of the outfielders who missed the the who missed the catch, said, um, most of the time when you have a decent sized crowd, it's kind of all white noise. Um, but he says it's fair game if you're a fan. I'm not blaming the fan or anything. He's within his rights to do that. But Racist. then he but, but then he adds that um that the, the stadium was so empty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Yo. it's a, I think it's a Don DeLillo reference. Actually, is what he's going. Oh, to why yeah, is it yeah. gotta yeah. be super literary? Why is it gotta be yeah. white though? Why is it gotta be white? Why is it gotta be? Well, if he said any other kind of anyway. Um. But yeah, I, I like the idea that at the end he's like, but their stadium is so empty that it, it only worked because their stadium was so empty. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Which uh. So that's a passive aggressive uh play of the week is i just uh, learned something uh what's that that there's a baseball team in tampa bay yeah no uh, who knew uh, i i mean we learned a lot <laughs> that segment um mm-hmm. baseball rules are complicated we'll we'll table that one for next week 
So, so who wins play of the week? Let's wait, start. I have to do my play of the week. Oh. It's not actually, which is like not even from the week, but um, is okay. it a play? It, yeah, yeah, it's a oh, hashtag. You only need Remember one I, of those. I spoke about uh, T.J. McConnell always trying to dump water on Dario's head. Yes, and yes. not being able to do it. Well, just in case you thought they were mad at each other. They're not, and they started a hashtag called Trust the Friendship, where they took a photo together. So maybe I thought you maybe we could take photos together and put Trust the Friendship and use that hashtag. That's my play of the week. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's not like that's the newest, most recent play. Um, and it's not a play, but you knew that going in. It's, and it's um, modern. Hashtags are modern, at least. Yeah, it didn't happen this. I don't know, Mike. It didn't happen this week, and it's not a play. No, no. All right. I have a but, funny. Hey, Mike. But it's, trust, it's, trust the friendship, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Who's play of the week one? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Do we I, vote? Um, all right. Yeah. I, well, I vote for mine. I, I vote, vote for, for mine also. Ten, I vote for tennis sex. I vote for Mikael's. All right, another tie. <laughs> Another tied week. Well, unsatisfying for the listeners, uh, possibly enraging. Um, but we had a good time this week. Uh, I think I'm wrapping up the episode now. So thanks, thanks for listening. That was um, great. I'm really proud that we locked it down to 45 minutes. God damn it, yeah. Mikhail! You always do this every time. Dude. Every I know. Episode. I know. Like, all right. You know it. what? You end the episode, man. It. You clearly have something you'd like to add. So why don't you end the episode, Mikhail? I'll just tell me. Tell me when to hit the button. I love. I love our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, I'm ending. All right, that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, folks. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.